It's 970 WAMD Aberdeen, and this is the Harford Edge, keeping you on the cutting edge of what's new in Harford County and beyond. I'm co-host Mary Hassler, CEO of the Harford County Public Library. And believe me, when you are as talented, brilliant, powerful, and beautiful as me, Bob wrote this, obviously. It's very, very, very difficult to be modest, but somehow I'm good at that also. Well, thank you, Bob. <laughs> My hair's getting bigger with the humidity, so I don't feel very beautiful at the moment. <laughs> well, wait do you see what we have later when I when we tee up you as the interview guest. You're going to say, today I'm delighted to have me in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> and that is the amazing, talented Bob Mumby. The Harford Edge is brought to you each week by your Harford County Public Library. And today, oh gosh, today it's an honor to be speaking with myself about <laughs> Harford County's Choose Civility Program. We will also be speaking with Alan Duran about how Harford County Transit plans to help with the Choose Civility Harford County Initiative and other initiatives that are going on with Harford Transit. So hi Bob, how have you been? Good, very good, very busy, which is how I like it. Did you get to see any of the parades this week? Uh... I have to say, no, we, we sort of chickened out on the heat. Um, <laughs> we did go to the uh, Ravens, uh, Ravens, the Ironbirds game Tuesday night. Okay, uh, fireworks? For the fireworks. Very and nice. as we know, Mr. Matt Slatis and the team have done a great job. There was 5,000 people there, and it was beautiful. It, the heat, they really do a great job. Oh. And I have two groups of season tickets this year, and it's super exciting. I get to throw out one of the first balls uh, coming up soon in a few weeks for Summer Reading Challenge for the library. Oh, well, you should uh, publicize that. Oh, so, awesome. Um, and today we're only going to talk about one thing that annoys me. We always talk about some the courtesy project, <laughs> knowing we're not perfect. But since we have two civility, I'm not going to, I'm just going to talk about something that annoys me. I am getting old. That's what annoys me. Okay. I, we're, we're I forget going. things. Okay. I, I, you know, here's what annoys me. I am getting old. I forget things. <laughs> <laughs> and okay. I'm, I'm doing this to set up a story I heard. I can tell. We're waiting. So this husband, husband and wife and their friend, just another couple, they go out to dinner. They're older. Um, much older, older. And they have... <laughs> Uh, dinner, they they leave, they're walking down the street after dinner and one of the guys says, we had dinner last week at this beautiful restaurant downtown. And the guy said, what was the name of it? And the guy said, um, oh, what, what is the name of the English flower? It's red, it's beautiful, it's really hard to grow. And the guy said, the rose? He said, yeah. He said, hey Rose, what was the name of that restaurant last week? <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, I couldn't resist. Oh, no, you couldn't. Thank you, everybody who's listening, for your patience. Yes. And the humoring. I or like lack it. of it that of. I thought you were going to say, because I know when we get to our true civility part of the segment of the show, I have discovered, since I had the little magnet on the back of my car, it's like the day I put that on the back of the card says, choose civility, Harford County, Maryland. Suddenly, I don't know, every idiot driver in the world was near me. And it was like so hard to be civil driving in Harford County and beyond. It's just been really quite well, ironic. I was, Cindy and I were driving somewhere and I was her vehicle and there's the BG sticker and then the choose civility sticker. So Somebody cut me off, and I beeped. He yelled something at me, and I yelled something back at him, and I'm driving away. And he said, you realize there's a BG and a Choose Civility sticker on the back of his car? <laughs> it's 
so funny. Uh, I think I, I think we should have stickers that I can quickly like make disappear or change so it doesn't say choose civilly when I'm in traffic. Amen. So anyway, so I guess it's now it's time for education and trivia. This former former U.S. president was sworn as the tenth Chief Justice of the Supreme Court in 1921, becoming the only person to hold both offices. He weighed 300 pounds. William Howard Taft. Oh, did he really weigh 300 pounds? Yeah, he was a big one. Big guy. Wow. Okay. That's a good one. I would have never gotten that if you asked me that question. I'm like, uh, I wouldn't even figure out who was the, in 1921, the president. Anyway. Okay, here we go. The Hollywood sign was officially dedicated in the hills of Los Angeles, California on July 13, 1923, and included an additional four letters, and included an additional four letters that were ultimately dropped after a 1949 renovation. What did the sign originally read? I know this. That's right. I knew that one too. Yeah. I had no idea. Mm -hmm. A housing development yep. in the Hollywood Hills, and I only really kind of know this because yep. there was a article on Facebook or something yeah, yeah. that talked about the history of it. It used to be Hollywood land. Hollywood land. Hmm. And they dropped the land when they put the sign back up or when they renovated it. Hmm. Amazing. Okay, here, here's trivia. How many hot dogs are consumed on July 4th each year? By Joey Chestnut or the rest of the planet? <laughs> By the rest of the planet. You can include his numbers, too. Um, by the world or the United States? I would assume the world. Okay. It doesn't really say. Millions and millions and zillions of... I didn't get one. I didn't have a hot dog this year, did We did. We went to Rita's and ice cream. 105 million. No. Low. Go higher. 210 million. Lower. Are you gonna? You can, <laughs> we literally have a hundred five million more guesses if we're gonna go this, Mary. In between the two, none of our none of our audience is he gonna be civil. He loves it when I do that. Yeah. He we, loves it when I'm like, no, no, higher, lower, hot, cold. <laughs> the number is one hundred and fifty million. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hot dogs. Hot dogs. Okay. On July fourth, just July fourth. See, I had I, I was two ten or one hundred five based upon yes, my math. Know. I know. Good. And so you do your middle. calculations and in, the steam mm -hmm. coming out of your ears, but okay. All righty. We'll Are do we one done? more, then we'll one do more. <laughs> All right, let me, let me find. Okay, here we go. All right, ready? Famous 20th century compose, composer Arnold Schoenberg mm -hmm. had, okay, I don't know if I can say this, but triskaidekaphobia. Triskaidekaphobia. Oh, goodness gracious. That tells me he knows what the name is. Fear of 13. Ironically, he died on this day in July of 1951. The number 13. Very good. I took ancient Greek in high school, so I had a jump. I had unfair help on that. All right. All right. All right. There's a Jimmy Hoffa question. Want that one? Sure. Giant Stadium. On July 30th, yeah, really. July 30th, 1975, this American labor union's leader's disappearance is one of the greatest unsolved mysteries in U.S. history. It's believed that he was whacked by the mafia because he refused to back off from trying to regain the presidency of the powerful Teamsters Union, Jimmy Hoffa, buried somewhere in a parking lot of the stadium. Would they in say New it in the end zone yeah, under the end yeah. zone of Giant yeah, Stadium? They certainly do. All right. That is really a lot of fun. Okay. Yeah, we did. We did well, Alan. So, what's any news happening in Hartford? No, we we're going to skip the news. Okay. Except, I do want to ask you both: uh, What was your biggest surprise in the election last week? Crickets. <laughs> no, not not disappointment. <laughs> uh, 
what did you least expect? I I, I least expected um, uh, Dion's loss in the primary. I agree. I was, I was surprised. surprised. I was surprised by that. Yeah. Um, I least expected uh, Tony G. Uh, the margin by which he beat Susan and Patty. Yeah. But I did, um, when everybody was running, I kept wondering if the two women were going to cancel each other out. Because if you put their votes together, right. they would have been over Tony G in votes. Um, and, right. you know, it was because we had two strong women running who were really good. And you could tell their votes were, their votes were close. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That was, a, that, was a, that was a surprise. Yeah. The, the biggest surprise for me and what I'm happiest about, I'm allowed to say this because it's not being uncivil to you anyone. You can. Is um, Mr. Alpizinger, gentleman, scholar, honest man, going to be great state's attorney? Totally agree. And he really uh, was the underdog, and he ran a clean campaign, and so many people got to know him mm-hmm. and realized he was doing it for all the right reasons, and his experience was great, and really happy for the county that that turned out that way. I totally That's agree with you. He ran a really great campaign. He's a good guy, smart, knows his stuff. He did not do any mudslinging. Nope. He was very supportive of the whole uh, electoral process. Mm-hmm. Um, encouraged people to get out and vote. I mean, he he yeah, he's a good guy, and that was really a, that was wonderful. Yeah. yeah and you will good. see the grant money that he's able to. His first hire is going to be a grant writer, because there's a lot of grant money available for ed- education and awareness mm-hmm. for uh, uh, opioid addiction. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of community-based grants for. Um, um, uh, for a drug court and, and not um, not putting people into the system too quickly, which it makes it t- five times as hard for them to re-enter from the system. For those people who are most vulnerable, like the elder, elderly or people with disabilities, people who don't have a lot of money or knowledge of the law, the prosecutor, ha- there's so many things a state's attorney can do to make the system easier on those folks. Because, again, they can just get swallowed whole by the system. So it's a really important position. Um, and I'm hoping, encouraging everyone, get out and vote in the fall. You know, we'll have early voting again. We'll have um, the voting day. You know, it's just really important because the numbers were so low. That's what and I was going to mention, too. It's just the race with Glenn Glass, J.D. Russell, Monica mm-hmm. Whirl. It was so close. They were like 30, 30, 30, yeah. right in that range. Yeah. And you see the percentage of people that vote, but if it was higher, you know, it just, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it breaks just my, it vote. really does break my Amen. heart when it's so close, mm-hmm. like 25 votes, 30 votes, and you're thinking, we have a population of 251,000, right. and if you have the adults, I don't know what that number is, but it's, we did not enough people were voting. No. Well, there's 70,000 registered Republicans okay. now, and about 69,000 registered Democrats, and about 15,000 independents came out to vote. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. So that's still less than 20%. Yeah. And, and you know, and the problem with it, this is your opportunity to have a voice. We are the government. Correct. You know, I was a, a, a somebody was doing a, um, a presentation. They said, you know, we are a government. We always say they, but we are actually it. Mm-hmm. We are the ones who vote. We are the ones who can call up our electives. We are right. the ones who get engaged and involved. Right. And that's how you do it. So exactly. it just breaks my heart when people don't take advantage of it. Exactly. And you really have no right to complain. No, no. If that you, so true. if you stay at home. Eating bonbons. And we make it so easy for people now. We oh love my gosh. early voting. Early, early voting. voting is come to the library, early right. vote. Well, we go to 
Edgewood. That's where I voted this year. I've done both all the so, different yeah. locations. So I mean, it's so easy. It's so easy. But you just want to say, people, get out and yeah, vote. Yeah, I'm about to be uncivil to you people who decided not to vote. Oh, so on that note, are we going to take a break now, sure. Mr. Bob? So when we come back, we'll be talking with Alan Duran about how Harford County Transit plans to help with the Choose Civility Harford County Initiative and more. Hartford County Public Library's Summer Reading Challenge, Libraries Rock, is in full swing through August 25th. The Summer Reading Challenge encourages continued learning and inspires a lifetime love of reading for children of all ages. Exciting and fun Summer Reading Challenge activities will take place throughout the summer. Visit hcplonline.org for dates and times. The Summer Reading Challenge is generously funded through our amazing community sponsors, library friends groups, and also by funds raised by the Hartford County Public Library Foundation. More information may be found at hcplonline.org or by picking up a copy of the Headlines and Happenings newsletter at any of the library's 11 locations. Welcome back. I was in the middle of a joke and I, <laughs> I forgot that was the short commercial. <laughs> it's okay. I'm co-host Mary Hassler, CEO of the Hartford County Public Library, and that is the famous or infamous Bob Mumby, and this is the Hartford Edge. We're delighted to have Alan Duran in the studio with us today. Alan has served as rideshare coordinator of the Hartford Commute Smart Rideshare Program since July 2011. Oh, another July connection. I like mm-hmm. it. Yep. Harford Commute Smart promotes walking, biking, car, and van pulling. Harford Transit Link, MTA Commuter Bus, and Mark Train, along with specialized services and programs to reduce traffic congestion, yay, improve air quality, another gold star, and help commuters save time and money, which is so important. Outreach is done through marketing to local businesses, agencies, and organizations, attending community and business events, and hosting the popular Bike to Work Day, Dump the Pump Day, can't wait to hear about that one, Car Free Day, and Transportation Management Association. Welcome, Alan, and thank you so much for coming on. Mary, thank you. Really happy to be here today. Yes, and and, and hats off to the whole team, too, um, at Hartford Link, because um, there's a lot of great new things going on, Uh, some um, expanded hours and a little more access uh, that's better lined up with people's schedules, their work schedules, and their health schedules. So hats off off to your whole team. Thank you. Thank you. Um, How did you get here, Alan? Hopefully in a ride share, but are you a Baltimore boy, a Harford boy? Actually, I'm a Harford County native, grew up in Joppa, went to Edgewood High School, and basically just lived here all my life. So I've seen it change a lot for the positive, some not always so positive. But um, just involved in the community. I've basically lived and worked in the Route 40 corridor. I don't want to say how long, but. <laughs> <laughs> Not as long as I've been around, but that's okay. <laughs> now you're both spring chickens. <laughs> I don't feel very springy at the moment, but go ahead, Alan. <laughs> but um, came to the um, transportation rideshare world, like Mary said, in July 2011, and I really enjoy it. It's, it's really nice being able to help people. Um, reach out to folks and help them plan their commute. They're tired of being in their single occupancy vehicle, um, being a solo driver, and we, I work with them personally to look at the different options that are out there. So it's, and it's it, really t- interesting. And tell us about some of them because it makes such a difference. A, if somebody's not always behind the wheel, um, especially if people are distracted, um, they can get work done. 
They yes. can sleep. Yes. They can read. Yes. Um, yes. They can listen to music. They, yes. They and burn not be less gas. <laughs> They stay out of my way on the road because they're only in one vehicle <laughs> instead of four. And I think exactly. their stress levels, which is really critical these they days, go down. I think your stress level will go down because yes. you're you're in the moment as opposed to wondering if you're going to make it to work without being in an accident or, right. you know. Exactly. Oh. Yeah. I know? always say for folks, you know, think of it this way. Somebody else is doing your driving, so you don't have to worry about driving down 95 if you're heading to Baltimore here in the county. You don't have to drive... Um, the county roadways, and we just did the thump the pump day, and it's funny you see so many people get on the bus early in the morning, pop their headphones on, and they take a nap. <laughs> that would be me. <laughs> so you know, a lot of folks do that. Um, I know I've ridden the commuter buses and the marked trains, and you see folks pop out their laptop and mm-hmm. you catch up on any last minute things for work yeah. and stuff too. So it's really a great way to kind of use some extra time. People do take naps, and uh, but people get some work done too, or they just kind of relax. So it's very calming and it's healthy. Too too because I always say you're getting on a bike even if you're commuting you have to walk generally to get to your public transportation so and, and the, the time like if, if you have a 45 minute commute each way and you end up being a passenger instead of driving you have just gained an hour and a half of time yeah. um, absolutely which is just unbelievable so tell us about some of the initiatives commute absolutely sm- commute smart I, I do different things, um, a couple of different programs we mentioned, like Bike to Work Day. It's really popular here in Hartford County. You wouldn't think that it would be. We're actually number two in registrations in the Baltimore metropolitan region, which tells you a lot. There's an active cycling community here in the county. People love to ride their bikes to and from their jobs. APG um, is a big location for a lot of the cyclists, but you have a lot of folks bicycling around Bel Air and stuff, too. Um, but it's really nice. The Bike to Work Days, we host them each year in Havity Grace, Bel Air, and APG North and APG South. Yes, we, so we launched our... popular, our, and the library comes. Library so very comes. Very much appreciated. And we launched our book bike this year that people will be seeing in the right. parks and different outreach right. events, too. Right. So. That was really cool. Really cool. But we also do um, a couple of other, other events. We do Dump the Pump Day, which we mentioned, and that's where... Um, Harford Transit, this was our third year, and basically what it is, it's a national event where people are encouraged to dump the gas pump and use public transportation. So we concentrate on our fixed route ridership here in the county, and we um, get volunteers, we find people that will ride our buses, and we basically, for the day, we ride the bus, thank people for using the bus, Mm -hmm. we hand out a survey if they want to fill one out, we ask a lot of questions, you know, how can we improve our service, what what are their suggestions for things that could be done, we learn a lot from that that day, and then once it's they turn in the survey, they get a small gift. So a lot of people like that, and they love the fact that we just ride the bus and say thank you. So we do, do that too. And just uh, stop for a second. Uh, how do people find out more about all this, this great stuff that can really make a huge difference in everybody's lives? I have a Facebook page. It's harfordcountymd.gov forward slash commuter. Commute, I'm sorry, commute. Um, they can call me at 1 800 924 8646. Also on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Harford Rideshare. Oh, I so it's a couple the of Facebook. different. That's a good, yeah. I didn't realize yeah. that. That's good. That's a nice. I have about 300 likes, which I'm really pleased with. Okay. Um, so, oh, always I think looking to get the, the word out more. I think we have to follow up with an invite. 
to like on exactly my mm-hmm. site, library site. Yes. Yeah. So I know when my uh, when my dad was in hospice up in Hartford County, and my mom was living with me, and she's 92 years old now, mm-hmm. so she was in her late 80s. And um, uh, you all were a lifesaver. Hartford yes. Transit, the vans would come, yes. pick her up, take her over to Brightview, so she could spend the day with my dad, and then I would pick her up at night when I'd get off work. Mm-hmm. Um, we did that for several several months, yeah. and it was. It was a. It was. I think a three dollars, maybe, or a dollar. It's two dollars. Two dollars for. And well, it, it's a dollar for the fixed route. Mm-hmm. The mobility side, it's a two dollar route. Okay. It was, and it was just a blessing. I, I always tell all of you, if you ever need somebody to go and testify for you for funding, I, you call me anytime. <laughs> Thank because you. Because it truly, it just helped us get through a very, very difficult time in our lives, um, and it helped her to be a little bit independent, where she didn't have to rely on me to co- leave work, come and pick exactly. her up, and take her. Um, and it was, it was really uh, very special. And interesting enough, the one time she got on the ride. The driver asked her if she was related to, um, my maiden name is Preisendorfer, mm-hmm. to Mary Preisendorfer. And she said, no, no, she's dead. She lived up in Pennsylvania. She doesn't live here. And I'm like, Mom, he was probably talking about me because he went to high school with me. Right. That's when my high school friend <laughs> recognized the last name. Right. And she's like, no, no, she's dead. She lived up in Pennsylvania. My aunt was a Mary Preisendorfer. Oh, anyway, no. just a funny story. I'm like, gee, thanks, Mom. Um, that yeah. is my name. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> We love That's our, my mom for you. You know, God love her. <laughs> we love our mobility side too, um, and that, like you said, Mary, that really keeps folks independent here in the county because they can get to their doctor's appointment, they can go shopping, um, they can get to the senior activity centers here in the county. So that's another end. We do a curb to curb service. Um, on demand. Yeah. That, for it was one I, seniors I'll, and yeah. persons with disabilities. Yeah, yeah. You know, it keeps them independent and keeps yep. them able to do it stuff. And it's a wonderful we service, really. Oh, it's it's uh, yeah, it's amazing. And uh, what sense do you have that? Because I remember giving a gentleman a ride who was waiting. Um, he was waiting for a bus on Martin Luther King Day, mm-hmm. uh, which at the time, however, TransLink wasn't running on holidays. But, right, but he had stroke therapy or occupational therapy at MedStore, which is near near where I live. And he doesn't have the app. I mean, how many people, how could we help you get the word out to people that they could just pick up the phone and say, listen, I have to be in court here, or I have a job here, or I have to go to the doctors and my son's not going to be able to pick me up, or... Right. It's, It's really not difficult. They can contact us there at Harford Transit. Um, our friendly dispatch office is always happy to help people. There is some paperwork that they need to complete. Okay. You know, you have to be certified and accepted into the program. It's not difficult. The doctors just have, have right. to, you know, sure. fill out the paperwork. But um, just basically, it's just to get the word out, you know. Um, I can tell you that the mobility side is, the, the um, ridership is growing exponentially. We have a lot of folks that are using it for dialysis, you know, a lot of doctor's appointments and stuff. But it's just getting the word out. There was a process, like I said, that goes along with it. But um, it's not difficult. And we're happy to send the paperwork. We leave the fax it. We can email it to them. You know, any way we can get it to them. Yeah, and I've noticed a few changes where it's a little bit clearer and a little bit more pragmatic in the explanation and guiding folks through, right, which, right. Is, which is great. Right, and we've really worked to work very diligently to upside, update our website um, to get all the information correct. It's much easier to read. We're actually, if you go to Harford County, we're like right on that top page. <laughs> Splash page, I'm probably using an old term, but... We're right there. There's an icon for Hartford Transit on there, so folks can see about us. They can find me on there also. Mm-hmm. 
And if you can come to the library or call the library, we'll make the connection yes. for you, too. Yes. Yes. We'll be able to yes. uh, give you uh, contact information and website yes. and help you get to where you need to go. Right. And any of the nonprofits that are out there, like the library, mm -hmm. more than happy to bring schedules. I know you oh, and I work yes, closely yep. on coordinating. I'm happy to bring schedules to anybody, um, fixed route and mobility information, as well as ride share information, too. So, so let me ask you a question. I'm out and about. Do you, I remember in the olden days when I lived in Baltimore <laughs> City, and it would be 15 cents for me to ride down to St. Dominic school in Hartford, um, or whatever it was. Uh, and you, in high school? No, this was elementary school. This so, was grade school. Uh, yes. why, how could you get a 15-cent bus ride in 1987? <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> but anyway, okay, so we'll ignore that. Uh, but so, and change, was, I always worried. I was one of those children. I always liked to be organized, even right. back then. Right. So the change. So when you get on your bus, do you just hand $2, or do you have to have exact change, or how does that work? couple of different things. If okay. you're riding the fixed route, that's a dollar for just general general okay. ridership or 50 cents for seniors okay. or d folks with disabilities okay. that they're comfortable with riding the fixed route. Is there a box you put it in? There's a, a fare box. box. You just okay. have your dollar bill uh -huh. or change or whatever. We really don't like pennies too much. Okay. Um, but they just put the okay. change in right there. So right. it's very easy. If you have a voucher, mm -hmm. that's one of the vouchers that you can get from the various agencies. Yep. The driver does need to look at that just okay. to make sure that it's current. Right. Um, but you just put that right in the fare So box it makes too. it really easy for it's me. really easy. And when I call, they would explain that to me. As a kid, I was yes. always worried about that. Yes. Seniors would be too. They wouldn't do the right thing. Exactly. And you don't want to be standing there embarrassed because whatever. Exactly. Okay. Awesome. And that's why I always say just call our dispatch office. Okay. They're all happy to help okay. with any type of questions that people have. The drivers can't make change. Okay. Um, but the other thing I want to mention is you can actually save even more money if you buy a 12-ride pass. Oh. You get 12 rides for $10 for the general public okay. and $5 for disability and seniors. Awesome. So you can actually save more. That's than, a deal. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You can't beat it. Can you reinstall yeah. those glass boxes that <laughs> could Oh, I love those glass boxes. Boxes, they're cool. Yes, yes. And you know, it's funny. I was I was a little kid, probably seven, eight, doing this all by myself. Oh, and, yeah. and I'd stand up and pull the cord and drive down. And, right, and it was maybe right. two, a mile and a half, three miles down yeah, Hartford yeah, Road. And yeah. then return trip coming home. Yep. You'd feel at home. Our buses still have the pool cord. Oh, I see. I love pool cord. <laughs> ding, ding. But you always used to get nervous a little if you went to the back. Right. door that he was going to notice you were <laughs> yeah. there yeah. It, yeah. Not, not go but yeah. you know when I got a certain age it was cooler to sit in the back of us be true, by that back true, door that's true. why it was really cool and hip true. you know and you know the other thing I want to say too is riding the bus can actually be fun you're a little bit scared at first uh -huh. But when you ride the bus, everybody is so friendly. They all want to help you in some way. Mm -hmm. You know, like I've seen where, you know, somebody wouldn't pull the cord and some lady would say, sweetheart, you need to pull that cord. He'll, <laughs> he'll stop for you, but you got to pull that cord. Wow. So people will really point out, and like people are always are confused, like with the bus stop. And I say, mm -hmm. go to where you see the group of people standing and just say, hey, are you waiting for the link bus? And mm -hmm. they'll, they'll tell, tell you, yeah, you. stand right here with us. So people that was are the other really thing, friendly. Right you can spot. make new friends you could using make new public friends. transportation yes, like that. And then you get to go to different places. Exactly. And it makes it easy. Exactly. And it's very, it's very affordable. I mean, that's mm -hmm. great. That yeah, is really good news. And you're going to be uh, putting up two civility information in the, yes, some of the yes. buses? Yes. really excited with this. Um, we've already had our supervisory meeting. We've talked about it there. Okay. And we're actually looking at putting the flyers or some information okay. on our buses for... Um, a ridership, okay. um, so they can see it. We're also looking at having it in-house training with our Great. drivers' meetings because we're thinking of them as ambassadors. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's for the amazing. civility program. So we're looking at doing that okay. also. So it's 
it's really exciting. So we've, exciting. we've really bought into it, you know, and that way we can get the word out to our ridership also about choosing civility. We are. We are spreading the word on that, too. Um, and it's a lot of it is common sense, but, you know, it's just reminding people you have a choice how you respond to right. things that are in your world and things Correct. that are, you're interacting with. And, Correct. Um, you know, think about your choice before you yell at that person or push them out of the way so you're first or you know it's just it's really interesting um Mm -hmm. yeah it's contagious too it is it is it is it is is. Uh, and we're going to go right into choosability because this is okay this is great but before we do guaranteed ride home is this too this sounds too good to be true (laughs) it's actually not i always say for our commuters think of it as insurance for commuting Basically, how it works, it's super easy. You go to a website, commuterconnections.org. It's okay. what we're tied mm-hmm. in within the Washington metropol- Baltimore-Washington metropolitan region. Um, we're a part of that Hartford um, Commute Smart is, as well as all the other rideshare in the area. But um, you basically go to the website, you sign up, and they will work with you up to four times a year to get you home for free in the event of a personal emergency. Wow. can't be that the bus is running sure. late or the train or like right. there was an accident on the tracks or okay. something if something happens say you know you're at work and you get the call you know um, heaven forbid but something's happened to your spouse or your mm-hmm. child you know that van pool is not going to go in the middle of the day to take you home right. you know or some public transportation might not be working but they'll work with you to get you home what if you have to stay form? late this, which is that another also, thing that also wow. if your boss comes to you and says we've got this huge project you have to. We need you to stay late. You're going to have to stay till midnight. Well, not a lot of public transportation runs at midnight. They'll work with you to get you home. It could be enterprise rental car. It could be a taxi, Uber, Lyft. But they work with you to get you home. It takes Great. that fear of being stuck. Of being stuck when you're commuting. Because there, we do have Uber in Harford County, but it's hit or miss. Mm-hmm. We have Lyft in Harford County, mm-hmm. but it's hit or miss. Mm-hmm. Um, there is some cab service, but it's right. also hit or miss. So right. that's great. Right. That's right. really good. It is. It's really good. And I always tell people there's restrictions that apply. Sure. You know, with anything, you have to check into it. Okay. But if they go to that website, commuterconnections.org, okay. or they can reach out to me, and okay. I'm more than happy to work with them. On awesome. That. It, it's really great. And I tell you, when I do the, in the May, it's um, Clean Commute Month here uh-huh. because of the ozone levels mm-hmm. starting to rise. And I do the train station greetings yep. for our mark commuters. Okay. So many people have signed up for it. And you have somebody that says, I don't know anything about it. You know, or they want to complain. A person right next to them says, oh, no, they've gotten me home. <laughs> you know, so that's it's really great. nice. That is it's great. It's a great program. Wow. Excellent. Bob, Excellent. Thank you for asking. Oh, that's just fantastic. <laughs> and again, give us the phone number again. Uh, 1-800-924-8646. And Hartford County Government. Um, and it's easy to find. Um, yeah. Uh, it's uh, Harford Transit. It's uh, Harford itself. Transit link. It's there. You can find me on that website. So great. I'm easy to reach out to. Okay. Well, now, and you'll stick around while we um, have some fun with Mary. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Mary, yeah. I was go- I was fun. going to read your bio. Oh, don't bother. But it's really long and filled with lots of substantive things. So that's all I'm going to say. Uh, Mary is a truly uh, one of our jewels of the county um yes and in so many ways constructive civil always and maybe not always i've seen you no always um, uh, no i would be the first one to say not always especially since i've got that magnet on the back of my car good grief it's like testing me or something yeah it's uh 
it's I remind me to tell you something about that. Okay. Uh, but um, Mary is uh, uh, certainly one of the most talented executives in the region, uh, running a huge operation with so many employees and a huge budget, and doing it doing it very efficiently. Her team is always well trained, and uh, it's a pleasure to partake of the library services. Not to mention the other billion things you do giving back. So, um, welcome. Well, thank you, Bob. That was very sweet. Yeah, and I didn't write that. That was I was winging that. You were winging that. <laughs> I, I, that was very, very sweet. But Excellent. anyway, so you know, we 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 decided to launch Two Civility Harford County, Maryland this year. Um, Two Civility has been an initiative that was launched about 15 years ago, uh, led by Howard County Library System. Uh, the then director there thought it was something that um, should be embraced and extended uh, throughout the country, and also she spoke in internationally about it. Because the concepts are fairly simple. It's respect each other, listen to each other. It's okay to disagree, and it, but it's okay to do it with respect. Um, and we decided, Hartford County Public Library decided to sign as lead agency for Hartford County um, and signed up to commit to launch to civility. And we had this amazing friend called Cindy Mumby. You might have heard of her. Oh, and no, she's dead. She lived in Pennsylvania. <laughs> oh, no, that was her aunt. <laughs> That's yeah, right. That was my other Mary Preisendorfer, who's dead, by the way. <laughs> my mother was so funny with that. Only she kidding, totally, totally forgot I existed. And oh, no. the name just threw her, threw her off. Anyway, so um, Cindy, we were talking, and she thought this was the most amazing initiative ever and said she really thought Barry, our county executive, Barry Glassman, would be um, really supportive of this, and mm -hmm. he was. Mm -hmm. This Definitely. is exactly what he likes and, and supports and believes in. Um, so... Uh, Needless to say, we launched it last week with a kickoff breakfast. We had about uh, 275 people who attended. Um, and we talked about, we brought in Valerie Gross, who's the mother of True Civility, who gave us a two-hour training on um, how you can implement this back in your organizations, in your personal life, in your nonprofits, um, throughout all your different initiatives. So True Civility, it's a concept. It's free. It doesn't cost anyone to join other than the library and the county to pay for it. But that's it. Um, but it's, we have uh, 15 principles of civility that we're sharing on bookmarks and throughout the county. And they include common sense things like pay attention, listen, speak kindly, assume the best, respect each other's opinions, respect others' time and space, be inclusive, acknowledge others, accept and give praise, apologize earnestly. Because have, have you ever had an apology that you knew the person didn't really mean? And I don't mean the four-year-old who got caught doing something and, oh, I'm sorry, Mommy, didn't really mean it because they really liked that cookie they ate. Take or, this. I'm sorry if I offended you. Like, you know, yeah. you're already calling it to doubt their yeah, case. exactly. For being offended. <laughs> right. Take responsibility and don't blame others. That is, that's a hard one. Mm -hmm. Because when something goes wrong, how quickly does your brain go, oh my gosh, it's, it's my husband's fault because he didn't put air in the tire that I had a flat today. Right. Not, okay, I'm an adult, I should have taken it in, have put the air in the tire. You know, right. we're just quick to blame somebody else. Sometimes it is your spouse. <laughs> that's, true. Well, that's true too. That's a whole that's different. That's a whole different radio show. Uh, accepting. We'll do that at Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah. Accept and give constructive criticism. Refrain from idle complaints and be a considerate guest. And I've discovered that the oldest, older I am, it's hard for me to not. I'm think I'm just saying my mind, but I'm complaining. I'm on this verge of whining. And I'm like, oh my gosh, when did that start happening? So this is a really good mm -hmm. reminder that 
But sure, everything's not perfect, but don't sit there and weenie whine and complain. Okay. And I think it's important. I, I so much of this is based on, on empathy. Yes. Um, and I, I want you to talk about that for me because there's a few things. But Atticus Finch, I always been my favorite character. Um, yes. When and when Harper Lee has him standing, uh, has Scout standing on his porch at the end of the movie and um, looks up the street at all the things that occurred through Boo Radley's eyes. And Atticus says you have to walk around in someone else's skin to really understand. Um, and this really drives that home uh, that empathy and the understanding because people let's give people benefit of that a little they don't think about the impact of their words or actions on other people's on other people's self-esteem on other people's sensitivities etc and they get so caught up in winning and looking good themselves and this so much of the things are part of it so tell me uh, some of the things that in in action that we're, that are going to be in action, not in action. Um, we can look forward to on this. Well, the focus of this is it's all based on choosing civility by Dr. Forney, who's a Hopkins professor. Uh, he's local, actually, and also um, the whole concept about being civil and choosing civility. And then for our younger children, we also have the book called "Do Unto Otters." a book about manners by Laurie Keller that we're using. So we're leading a lot of book discussions, and we're creating book discussion kits that have multiple copies of the books in them, including discussion questions that our local book groups can borrow from the library, too. Um, that's just a, a smaller thing that we're doing. Uh, we had the breakfast kickoff, and then we're doing a lot of programs and events throughout the county. Um, first of all, we have a steering committee for this, and I just want to give a big shout-out to this group. This is really movers and shakers in the county that we invited to be part of this steering group. It includes Hartford County Government, includes Office of Community Services for the county, Hartford County Sheriff's Office, Hartford County Chamber of Commerce, Hartford Community College, Hartford County Public Schools, Healthy Hartford Cecil, Ironbirds Baseball, Klein ShopRite, and the Hartford County Public Library. And then we're encouraging other nonprofits, businesses, individuals to sign up to be an Alliance member. And these include, so far, and this just was launched a few days ago, uh, Aberdeen Ironbirds, Extreme Family Entertainment, Extreme Family Outreach, Habitat for Humanity, Susquehanna, Hartford Community Action Agency, Department of Social Services, our Health Department, Office of Community Economic Development, the schools, the sheriffs, Harford Family House, Harford Tutoring Center, Healthy Harford again, the Highland School, Humane Society, Inner County Outreach, the John Carroll School, Jobatown Christian Church, Klein Shoprite, NVS Merle Norman, Strategic Alliances Group, University of Maryland, Upper Chesapeake Health, Visit Harford, the Ward Y in Abingdon, and Welcome One Emergency Shelter. This is as of 5 o'clock last night. It might have been added to. But you made a mistake there. I did. What was it, honey? It's Visit Harford. <laughs> okay, this is Hartford. Yeah, I'm missing yeah, my exclamation yeah. point behind it. Sorry. <laughs> but what we're doing, and when you sign up, um, we have a website, and it's still under development, but there is some information there uh, where you get a certificate that you can display in your business or on your walls. Um, we are also, we have the um, magnets for your cars. We're also creating, and they're laughing at me when I say they Klingons. 
Now, yes. I know they're clings. But yes, we did. <laughs> Klingons. Uh, the, there are two sizes. One will be for your uh, your glass storefront if you have a window for your office. The other one will be for your car because what we discovered is a lot of cars don't have a lot of metal on them anymore. Mm -hmm. So uh, we'll have all these different versions you'll be able to pick up. And we're, we will be distributing them at all the library branches. So when you sign up, you can stop in and pick up 10, 5, whatever. Um, and we want to make sure we just get the word out. But then we're having a lot of events because it's this is a sustainable sustainable initiative. It isn't just today we're doing it and then it's going to slowly disappear. We will be sustaining this for many many years to come. So um, in in the for example in the winter in probably in early January uh, February we'll be launching something called the Human Library at the library. And this is where um, we are inviting folks to become books. I'm putting quotes around the books, and to be borrowed by our other customers. Um, so we will set it up, So, say, an example, at the Abingdon Library. We'll have it during the evening, and we'll have maybe Alan and right. uh, his right. husband yes. Nate, to yes. come, yes. and they will be books that you can check out and talk to them what it's like to be married in Harford County right. and other things that are important to them. And the whole point of this is learning about different experiences, different mm -hmm. backgrounds, because we know the more we learn, the more that we understand each other, right. which only makes a stronger Harford County. Right. So, Alan, do you want to mention anything yeah, about I was that? just going to say, Nat and I are really excited to be a part of this. I know when I went home, I wasn't sure, like I was emailing back and forth with Mary, and I was, wasn't sure how he was going to be with it. <laughs> Husbands, you know. But, yeah, yeah. But he there. was totally on board for it. <laughs> and um, no, he was really excited Good. about it. And we just thought, we've been together 22 years, married for five, and we just thought it'd be a way for us to give back to our community, you. you know, being a couple here yep. in Harford County and, and a racial couple here yep. in Harford County. Um, You're like checking off all the boxes all the there, dear. Boxes. Yeah, the exact. <laughs> I mean, really. Yes. <laughs> this is like kind of cool. Yes, but um, we just thought, you know, for young people um, just coming out and people experiencing that in their families, you know, not everybody's as comfortable with that type of um, um, decision or not really decision, but, you know, what they right. come in life. And um, we just thought that we could be an information source for people that way. And You'll be a wonderful two-volume series, I think. Yes, yes. Um, and for other folks who are interested in volunteering, because we will be looking for volunteers for this, um, we will have an online application, a small application. You just fill in the blanks. It's not there yet, but it's coming. It's under uh, under construction. Um, because we really want this a great experience, because we want people to learn and understand, mm -hmm. appreciate each other, mm -hmm. um, and, and understand that Hartford County is very diverse. You know, yes. one of the things people say, oh, Harford County is not diverse. I'm like, oh, honey, yes, it, it really is, is diverse. <laughs> you, you just have to look yes, for it, it because we're a little bit quiet about it. Yes, it um, is. And I will tell you, we here in Harford County have never had an issue. People have always been friendly, um, welcoming. You know, we can go anywhere. So I'm happy to be here. I love Harford County. You know, that's what, <laughs> I, I think too. that's what makes us so special in yes. Harford County, yes. in my opinion. So we'll be launching that, and also we'll be launching, we have a concert coming up. Um, this will be on Wednesday, August 8th, 6.30 p.m. at the Abingdon Library. It's an outdoor concert, so you have to bring your chairs and blankets. Um, but this is direct from New York City, the Daniel Bennett Group, 
They are voted the best new jazz group in the New York City Hot House Jazz Awards, and they're coming in to do a special concert for us that is a themed of Choose Civility, Hartford County. They were so excited to hear about that. So it will be free, open to anyone. If it does, if the rain doesn't uh, doesn't cooperate, we will move it inside, and we can handle at least 250 people at the Abingdon Library inside. Wednesday, August 8th, 6.30. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. And then we have a lot of other activities going on, and all this is on the library website. And to find out more information about Choose Civility Harford County, you can go to the library website, which is hcplonline.org, and click on the Choose Civility icon. You can even watch the commercial that the county executive and I uh, recorded about mm-hmm. a few weeks ago, which was a lot of fun to do. Uh, it has lots of information. You can also get to it from the Harford County government website. Um, so, And what we're also doing is all our partners, when they sign up, we're linking back to their website. Sites, so you can see how they're implementing Choose Civility back in their businesses. And Mary, looking at this, the um, summer library programs, I love the fact that you're reaching out to all types of communities and yes, all types of populations with that too. Different agencies and yeah. so forth. It was really getting the word out across that spectrum. We are, and it's this is for all ages. So for example, we're right. doing Acts of Kindness. This is uh, participate in assembling birthday party bags for the Hartford Community Action Agency, all ages. That's on Friday, August 10th. Mm-hmm. We have Rufus by Blue Sky Puppet Theater coming. And uh, this is a family uh program join rufus a lost dog searching for his owner as you help him find friendship learn about individuality in this interactive and educational puppet show that's coming up in bel-air just next week or a week and a half chalk our walks kindness rocks birthday party collection there's so much more happening right now and this is just the beginning uh, this right. is a, we're doing a, a kind of a quiet start on it because this is something that will be ongoing for a very long time and one of the reasons, somebody asked me, why are we doing True Civility in Harford? Uh, why aren't, aren't we nice enough already? And yes, we have a lot of nice people in Harford County. But this really is part of the whole mindfulness um, word that you're hearing a lot. That's one of the new jargon words that's in right now. Um, but it really is appreciating each other and making Harford County so strong because I appreciate Alan and, and uh, what's his name over there? <laughs> Bob. <laughs> How rude. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm being so civil here. Now but apologize earnestly. I'm she so a, sorry, Bob. She is a typical, <laughs> typical <teasing>. librarian. <laughs> so anyway, that other guy and Alan and I, we may have a difference of opinion on certain things. Like, for example, Bob was asking questions early about the election. And, right. um, you know, but we choose. It's how we respond to those differences. And mm-hmm. I learn. I learn from Bob. I learn from Alan. And that just enriches me personally, but also enriches our entire community. So we try to appreciate what we do have in common and what we share. And, uh, for example, I noticed on the trivia questions, Alan and I were a little bit more hipper on some of those um, hip questions of right, pop culture right. where Mr. Mumby there had all the historical things <laughs> right. down pat. He knew all that perfectly. But we appreciate that. But and I used to walk to school 17 miles. <laughs> no in the snowstorm. In the snow. So it made the three of us very strong in answering those questions even yes. though I had the answers on paper. But you, you get my drift. It's really it's respecting each other. It's um, um, 
it's respecting each other, understanding each other, and using that in our daily lives. So one of the things we're planning, and we're planning this with uh, Matt um, from the Ironbirds, is something called the long table concept. And that's where people are invited to share a long table that can go on for miles if you have the space. I'm not sure how big the stadium is, right. but we'll make it work. And share a meal. We break bread together. And during the uh, breaking of bread, we have table facilitators where we talk about topics of interest in the county. And they could range from anything from the opioid crisis that we're all dealing with. It could range from literacy, which is always a favorite of the library. It could range from, um, you know, what do I do if my neighbors are different than me? You know, how do you handle that? Um, you know, because one of the issues, if you talk to the sheriff's office or the legal area here, one of the biggest things that happens is our disputes between neighbors. And I, I never realized that till somebody told me that. It's like the highest amount of calls that they receive to respond to. So it's just, it's a really nice opportunity to talk about things that maybe I wouldn't be talking with uh, strangers about. And sharing, finding out right. what we are have in common, and then appreciating those things, and appreciating this where we do differ, and breaking bread. So we are working with... Um, bringing in breads from many cultures as part of the meal. So stay tuned for that. We don't have a date yet. It looks like it might be in October if we can make it work. We still want a little bit of warmth when the um, if we do this outside. Um, but there's just so much potential and opportunity for this. And it really is, it raises awareness. Think twice before you cut that person off in traffic and give them that not very friendly wave. And, um, you know, respect each other. That and doesn't mean you're number one. <laughs> I have no, I'm never number one. <laughs> yes, and I'm an aggressive driver. So I have been, since I've been doing true civility, have tried not to be so aggressive. Right. You know, especially if I have no one in the car with me. I am very aggressive, as my has been pointed out to me. So uh, it's good things. Um, another project we're doing at the library that we just launched and unveiled was a community art project at our Faustin Library. That's part of Artists in the Library this summer, uh, sponsored by the Culture Arts Board. So there's a lot of good things that, you know, that true civility is really kind of being woven in for the county. And Mary, on that, you know, I have two things. First of all, I wonder if you, everyone should do this exercise. I just did it, uh, not while you were talking. Ha, I, was I saw the with doodling rapt over attention. there. But that was literally <laughs> doodling. Um, and you doodle too. I have a, a picture of you I'm doodling. I'm a doodler. <laughs> I, got, honest, I am a doodler. <laughs> um, but those 15 principles. I Yesterday, I violated um, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. 9? Of the 15. I, w I did not pay attention. I didn't listen. Not all the time. I did not speak always kindly. I no, that's true. often don't assume the best. Oh, he never does. <laughs> uh, I did not respect his other's time and space. I was inclusive. I did acknowledge others. I accepted and gave praise. I did not apologize earnestly. I asserted myself. <laughs> oh, really? No, surprise, surprise on that I, one. I was a considerate guest, but I did not refrain from idle complaints or take responsibility. But I did accept and give constructive criticism. Okay. How about you, hard. Mary? Oh, yesterday? Oh, my gosh. Um, I don't think I always spoke kindly. It was an aggravating kind. It was like the second Monday of the week after being yes. in, the, in three parades the and, un, and ungodly ever. hot. Yeah, it was. It really was. So I was like a little bit cranky we pants yesterday. The office today. Yeah, me too. Uh, 
I, 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 try, I, I am an optimist. I truly am an optimist at heart. Um, but sometimes I tend to be, depending on the situation, assuming not the best. Um, I, well, I try to respect others' opinions, but sometimes I do make fun, especially if it's stupid opinions. I'm working on that. That's like my goals. It's like, come on. I'm, now, are you allowed to disrespect their opinions quietly? Oh, sometimes I can't help it. And you, well, you, you've worked with me long enough. How many times do I give you the eyebrow look and just laugh like a hyena sitting over here? That's not yeah, pretty, a, a pretty lot. frequently. Yeah, see, <laughs> that's one I have to work on. I do acknowledge others. Um, I think I am inclusive. Uh, I have a hard time accepting and giving praise. I, I, I think that's just because of the way I was raised. We didn't we didn't get praised very often, you know, because if you got praised too often, it went to your head. Right. And the last thing you ever wanted to do if you grew up in Baltimore was to have a big ego. Um, that was just not acceptable. So I think that's a hard one for me. That's a really hard one. Um, I. Do assert myself. I have no trouble with that one. Uh, take responsibility. Don't blame. I'm working on that one. Uh, refrain from idle complaints. I'm working on that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I tend to be a perfectionist in some things. Not. It's funny. I'm a perfectionist in things when it comes to the library, the way we deliver service, and which is not I'm not a perfectionist a in my personal thing. life. It's not a bad thing, but it can drive my team crazy. <laughs> You know, because I'll miss all the great things we're doing, but just notice that one trash can that's overflowing. You know, and that, I try to not do that. (laughs) Um, And I think I'm a considerate guest most of the time. I think that one I can nail pretty good. How about you, Alan? You know, I can't say no to people. No, you can't. (laughs) No, you can't. I I cannot. (laughs) I'm always eager to help people or... You know, give my time mm-hmm. and stuff. So you know, that. I know. Always, that. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure, sure. But I am sometimes with driving. I will admit, on the way home, I blew my horn at somebody. <gasps> you so, did the horn. Yes, I wow. did. Yes, I did. Pulled out in front of me. So, <gasps> and that's where you know. Did you follow him home? No. Did no, you yell at him and pretend you were taking no. down the license plate? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I saw something I bad. Oh yeah. Kind of I've seen people do but that with their cell before. phones, and that does not end nicely. No, 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 because oh. there's just too much can happen. But yeah. I did blow my horn and pulled out. But then I kind of let it go from that because I always remember back in the day when I took driver's ed when they actually used to bring the simulator to oh, the yeah. school, and you would sit and drive, and they always said to not let other people control your emotions. Okay. So I've really been trying to practice that lately, and that's through this because a lot of that sometimes is people are controlling you. You know, they're they're like that man or whoever it was pulled out in front of me. He probably didn't think a thing think of anything about it. You know, I was the one that was stressing out. So I'm really trying to let stuff go. You know, that you is know? do frozen. Let it go. Yeah. Uh, that's one of the things well you know, I have a tendency if I see a gap in something or a mm-hmm. problem, I'm a problem solver. I'm quick to jump in and fix it for everybody. I want to fix it for everybody. You I want to say And I <laughs> no, I have a hard time with that. Right. And I've started to, since we started tune civility, is take a deep breath, count to ten, and just, and you know, I don't always have to be the one who fixes it or mm-hmm. jumps in with mm-hmm. it. Um, exactly. And I don't mean not to be helpful, but it's not always my role to point out the obvious that right. something. Right. Like, Alan, good. you should wear a different shirt. That is right. not flattering. Actually, it's a really flattering <laughs> shirt. But <laughs> you know, you. it's, why would I say that? Because yeah. that's, his shirt's fine. Yeah, why would you say that? Why would you say that? But <laughs> well, they, I wouldn't say that. I've had people say that. They'll say, oh, you've, yeah. you've gotten that. Well, women probably do it more. Women generally, yeah. I'm going to generalize here, but we probably pay more attention to what people are wearing overall. Not always, but we always say, oh, why is she wearing that? Right. Well, I am trying to do away with that. I mean, just, you know, um, you know, we're also, uh, my team and I have been working on body shaming for women. 
you know, it's one of the things we're so quick quick to criticize ourselves. Naomi you know? Wolf, the beauty myth. And you're like, and guys generally I don't. don't. You know. And I'm like, and it's hard. (laughs) That's really hard. Because our kids see that, our friends Mm -hmm. see it. Or I'll say, oh my God, I look fat in this. I mean, how many times have we stood in the mirror? And I'm like, stop it. Stop it. You never answer that question. You do answer it. What you're supposed to do is act, not just say no, you have to act utterly shocked at the question. Right. Jump back. If necessary. Oh, that's an awesome one. I like that. I'm going to practice that. That's awesome. Because I've had people, I had somebody, I came to a, a reception last week and I got there late because I had three other things I had to be mm-hmm. and we had a really important meeting at the library that night. But I wanted to stop by to be supportive. And the first thing is, as somebody, um, a young lady said to me, and I don't know her name, she said, Oh, well, you timed that great. You just got here in time to eat. And the way she said it, I'm like, I don't really know you. And right. I just looked at her. You know, Bob, this is what I said. Because I was not in the mood. I was not in the mood. I was having a hard time. I just looked at her. I said, you know, I can actually leave. Thanks for reminding me of that. And I started to leave. I'm like, I don't, I have only this much time. And I was yeah. doing my best. Yeah. And she just looked at me, and somebody else came over and said, well, where are you going? You just got here. I said, well, you know, I've got a busy night. and mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. But it was just funny. She, I guess she thought she was being funny, but I'm like, yeah. no, do you people, realize yeah. what my day's been like? Yeah. Then I'm lucky I'm still standing here walking and talking in one piece, yeah. much less, you know. And I've found, too, and just getting a little older, I don't want to say tolerance, but comments and stuff, I need to be more patient or yeah. just a little more easygoing. I don't know if it's age. I just don't have I think it is. I have the same thing. For stuff. And sometimes I do want to yeah. blurt something out. Yeah. And you'll do everything you can to bite your tongue, but I'm very direct with but, my response usually. Like that one is yeah. I mean I have to think twice. Well, okay, yeah. I, can leave. I can leave. And I say it with <laughs> anger. Yeah. So I'm like, well, I can actually leave if, yeah. if it's I've a problem. That as I've gotten older, I'm just finding I have less, you know, I don't want to wait. If there's a line, forget it. <laughs> no. 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 No lines. Uh, yeah. But and, you, and I don't have to wait online. You no. can't make me. Okay. I was waiting in line. We have the new uh, smoothie place opening in Bel Air oh, today. Right, 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 so right. Jennifer and I went up at 6 a.m. hoping we'd be the first 25. We were not. We were 29 and 30. Uh, uh, but it was fun. It was yeah. actually fun to do it. Yeah. And that was Sometimes just, yeah. It wasn't required. It wasn't right. like I could have walked away at any time and gone home. Right. Well, anyway. the, the thing, the last thing I want to say about this two civility thing is, and I've just been jotting some things down i think a lot of both of you said a lot of things that um you know to to see someone as a human or uh empathy so much of what we do that's rude to each other is based upon the fact that we have a lot of ways to be in our own show whether it's social media uh oscar um you know oscar wilde has the famous line he goes give a man a mask and you'll find out his true self um, because people can hide behind that anonymity. In a car, you're separated in a car. Um, with the news, they can, the demagogues can, um, um, oh, they may have most. But we're going to keep going for the recording tomorrow and for the, uh, for the MP3. Okay. Um, and whether it's in a car or people, demagogues are able, you know, make it easy to de- dehumanize others, whether it's cops or immigrants or people with different uh, viewpoints, creeds, age, 
uh, color, orientation. So there's a lot of things that make it easy for us to dehumanize people. And when that happens, like Stalin said, one death is a tragedy, 100,000 is a uh, statistic. And I think this civility thing is a real way to force a reconnection, just like you know, one Maryland, one book, the mm -hmm. Maryland Council on Humanities. Um, and to just make us see others as humans, because it, it really is amazing that we are so enabled to not consider them humans. Um, and then we're capable of anything. Uh, Harrods did the best thing at the department store, uh, and I'll end with this. Uh, uh, they had uh, issues where people were just berating their customer service desk people. Um, when they brought returns back or something didn't work, and they were just screaming at these service people, making them feel awful. So one of the, the women who ran, I guess, customer service for Harrods decided, was reading an article, she decided to put a mirror on the back wall oh. behind the customer service people so that the people at the counter screaming could see themselves and their gesticulations and, the, and it had a huge impact on the rude treatment. That's brilliant. That is, that is brilliant Very when you're working in public service. Wow. So uh, hcplonline.org yes, to sir. find out everything mm -hmm. we need to find out and go to Maryland. Um, Harford County, Maryland, to find out about Harford Transit and all the great things there. And we're going to skip thingamabobs. Okay. That's all the time we have for the Harford Edge. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next week.